Hello and welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists at the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today's newsroom journalist and evolutionary biologist, Kamaria Nasrullah, is talking to us about learning slower but smarter with yours truly, Dr. Sophie Calabretto, applied mathematician, fluid mechanist, and sometimes slow learner. So we're learning today about how we can learn better by using variability to master tennis, learn a language, or build better AI. So, Kamaria, step us through the basics what is variability of learning? So variability in learning is basically adding variation to your training to improve your decision-making. Um, our brains actually save time by categorising bits of information. When we encounter a situation, we use those categories to make a generalisation, and this applies to language acquisition, motor skills, visual perception, and formal education. Okay, so can you give us a bit of an example Yeah, sure. So say you want to master your tennis serve. If you serve Mm -hmm. repeatedly to the same spot, you'll get very good at only serving to that spot and only in the same conditions. If you practice in a variety of locations, though, uh, this will take you longer to master, but it means that you'll be able to perform in a variety of situations, including playing on different courts or facing different opponents. So that makes a lot of sense to me. What is this research about? A group of psycholinguists from the Max Planck Institute who study psychological processes involved in the use of language did a huge review of over 150 studies and they were able to bring together and highlight the main variables involved in generalisation theory in learning. So how does generalisation theory apply to learning? Generalization is when we train in a set of skills that are not directly linked to a task, but they're transferable for similar conditions. It's sometimes referred to as the Mr. Miyagi principle. Uh, In the Karate Kid movie, Mr. Miyagi has Danny waxing a car and painting a fence. And although these tasks seem irrelevant, they actually transfer to martial arts. Right. So now we have some some academic proof that kind of wax on wax off is something that's useful at least in learning martial arts yeah for sure if cleaning my car helps me kick more butt i'm i'm all for it love it (laughs) so for example when learning dog breeds if we're only exposed to chihuahuas we would have difficulty learning what the category dog is but if we're exposed to many different dog breeds this gives us a better picture of the variation seen in the category dog This includes learning what a dog is not. For example, a fox is similar looking to a dog, but it's not a dog. So this helps us eliminate irrelevant information to make decisions faster. And so what did this study find? Researchers found that there are four major categories of variability consistent across most of the 150 studies they looked at. And this includes numerosity, which is the number of different examples, heterogeneity, so the difference between examples, situational diversity, which is the context, and scheduling, which is to do with timing. So it's really interesting that it all comes down to sort of only four things. Can you step us through them a little bit? Yeah, sure. So to put Uh, these variables back into our tennis analogy. Numerosity would be the number of locations on the tennis court that a player would be serving to. Heterogeneity would be like serving to the same spot repeatedly versus serving to different spots. 
the situational diversity would be like facing the same opponent on the same court or a different opponent on a different court. And scheduling would be how frequently you practice and in what order do you practice certain skills such as running, hitting and returning. So how does this all relate to AI? By recognising the important variables in generalisation theory, this will help us train AI better and more efficiently. Instead of bombarding AI with many images with only small degrees of differences, we can expose computers to a more varied range of images, taking into account these four variables. Um, So the colour green might help tell a lemon and lime apart, but it wouldn't help to tell a car or truck apart. So real-world photos matter for all kinds of things. With people, instead of feeding front-facing passport photos, we would give more complex real-world situations like selfies or group shots. These variables offer solutions that recognise the complexity of information, like how a chihuahua doesn't really look like a dog and a fox looks more similar but isn't. All right, so that sounds good to me. I mean, you know how I feel about machine learning, anything that can improve it and especially about how we use it to look at the variability of people I think is quite important. For sure. So I guess the take-home message is that although this type of learning is slower, it makes us learn better. Um, So with AI and facial recognition technology, the more variation of faces, including orientation, colour of the photos and even masking of faces, the better the machines are able to generalise across cultures, genders, ages and environments. So there you have it. Slow and steady might actually win the race. So thank you to everyone for listening and be sure to keep an ear out for our next instalment of Cosmos Science Daily. This podcast was brought to you by Cosmos, a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia. From Listener and Cosmos Magazine comes Huh? Science Explained, a new weekly podcast answering all of life's questions, big and small, in just 10 minutes. Download the Listener app now and listen for free. Listener.